Welcome back to the TGI Podcast. I'm your host, Matt, and this week we are once again in the world of Thanksgiving. And boy, do we have a good one this week. This one defied a lot of expectations in a lot of ways. And not only did we watch a great, great episode, a classic television show, I also had along a very special guest. It's been a long time coming. He's sort of the king of of the Christmas podcast world. I'm sure you have heard him on any numerous podcasts. I mean, they're out there everywhere. He is a little bit of a superstar, but I'm so excited to have Jerry D from Totally Rad Christmas on this week's episode to talk about Cheers. Now, on to the show. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. But this week we are covering Cheers for the first time, and I want to welcome in our special guest, Jerry D., from Totally Rad Christmas. Jerry, how's it going today? Hey, it's going well. I'm excited to be here. I am yeah. I am so excited yeah. to have you on. It's been a long time coming. I was on yours <laughs> back in gosh, was I don't even know. Time March, like I think. yeah, yeah I was gonna say yeah. time just stands still. I know nowadays. It really does. It, it's both going very quickly and also moving very slowly. <laughs> it's it, it is very interesting, but we covered perfect strangers that was a lot of fun very fun and so this week we're covering cheers as i mentioned for the first time and i couldn't i could not have thought of anybody better to come on the show i mean (laughs) cheers is some good cheers yes cheers (laughs) is 80s nostalgia i mean i know it ran for quite a long time but it was at its peak in the 1980s so since this is the first time covering the show on the podcast, I'll give my own little brief history with the show. Okay. M- mine isn't as extensive, I think, as a lot of others. It felt like it was the type of show that was on all the time. My parents had it on, but it was never one I sat down and watched all that often. Like I've seen bits and pieces of the show. I went to the Cheers bar in Boston when I was out there. I mean, it's it's the theme song is just so iconic. Everybody knows it. I mean, it's where everybody knows your name. I mean, (laughs) I was just about to make that joke. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it is, it is just one of the most iconic theme songs, one of the most iconic shows ever. So it's always been one that's in the periphery for me, but it's never been one that I sat down and watched from start to finish. But I think this episode may have changed my mind a little bit. Uh, okay. but, what, but what about you, Jerry? What's your history with maybe the show overall and this particular episode, if you have one? So um, the show overall, I, I just remember watching it. Uh, I didn't always understand it. I just remember it was always on. I remembered um, it, we watched it as a family when my, my brothers were real young. Um, I didn't get all the jokes, but there was a lot of funny stuff, especially with Woody. Woody was always great and, <laughs> yes. and Cliff as well. Uh, so I always laughed at their bits, even though I, I didn't always get it. Um, I was a fan. I wanted Sam and Diane to get together. 
And then after she left, uh, I mean, I remember having like a big crush on Kirstie Alley ever since I saw her in Star Trek uh, Wrath of Khan. So when she was on, I was like, yeah, let's do that. You know, let's, <laughs> that's awesome. And I wanted her and Sam to get together and then they never did either. So um, I just remember it always there and I loved it. It was, it was great. I, I, like I said, I didn't always get the jokes, but later on as I got older, uh, I started understanding more, but there was like just some of the quips uh, Carla was another source of, you know, fun. Yeah. And, and she's, she's great in this episode too. I, she, she kept cracking me up. She's just so on point. Uh, just <laughs> such a fun character overall. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what I like about her is that she's just like, boom, she's going to smack you with those jokes, with those quick one-liners and, and they all hit, they're all funny. Yeah. She's just, you know, she's sarcastic, but she's also witty. Uh, I mean, it's like the perfect combo there, you know? Yeah. It oh, really, did I lose you? Oh, there you are. There we go. Yeah. And okay. I mean, it really is. It's, it's the type of show that, like I mentioned and YouTube that it's always just been there and it's mm -hmm. always been, it's, it's as if this show did a lot of the tropes before they became tropes, the Sam and Diane yes. thing. I mean, it's, it's the will they won't they, that we saw in friends with Ross and mm -hmm. Rachel that we saw yeah. with, with Pam and Jim uh, on the office. So it's kind of, uh, they kind of set the groundwork for for some of the stuff that uh, became so synonymous with many other sitcoms, uh, you know, moving ahead in the, in the future. Uh, right. So so with this, what cheers itself, it debuted on September 30th of 1982, ended mm -hmm. on May 20th of 1993. They had 275 episodes. That yeah. is a ton yeah. that is so many episodes <laughs> that that's like the only part of me not wanting to like binge the whole thing because i'm like it's gonna take me forever to watch this entire series yeah um, there was 11 seasons and uh i mean it just it was I, it was so big that i remember um i was in junior high it was i was like in eighth grade when when it was about to end and so like the show ended and then a couple of weeks later we had like our end of the year concert in in band and we actually played the cheers theme song like that's how <laughs> iconic it was we we're like you know let's we know it's ending let's play the song and so you know it's just one of those that is it was um it, what's the word it was just, I don't want to say epic, but really it was kind of a pivotal moment in, in uh, TV, I'd say, because while it wasn't TGIF per se, it did kind of set up that, that um, it did kind of set up that whole sitcom trope, you know, that vibe where you wanted to put a whole bunch together and see where it goes. So, yeah, it's, yeah. and I think that's, what's so cool about a show like this, that even all these years later that people still get their, you know, Oh, they're such a Sam and Diane, you know, people get those references still. And it's, it's, I mean, it is intimidating if I wanted to watch the whole series and then yeah. follow it up with like Frasier, Frasier. on top of that. I mean, <laughs> which it, also it, was like ridiculously long. Yes. Yeah. And it would take you <laughs> forever to go yeah. through that type of show, but it's, I mean, it's just iconic television and it's worth watching. Now, the episode that we're covering today, it comes from the show's fifth season. It's titled mm -hmm. Thanksgiving Orphans. It premiered on November 27th of 1986. And mm -hmm. I will age myself a little bit here. This would have been my first Thanksgiving. I was, oh, born, uh... <laughs> I was born that April. So okay. this would have been my first Thanksgiving. Uh, but for the show itself, various cast members kind of came and went uh, right. during the run of the show. 
but this particular episode stars Ted Danson as Sam Malone, right. Shelley Long as Diane Chambers, Rhea Perlman as Carla Tortelli, John Ratzenberger, who I absolutely love as Cliff <laughs> Clavin, Woody Harrelson as Woody Boyd. Woody's just, he's so lovable in this show. Yes. And yes. in this episode, he, I think he gave me the biggest laughs in this episode. Kelsey Grammer as Dr. Fraser Crane and George Went as Norm Peterson. Uh, as far as the synopsis for this episode, I watched this on Paramount Plus, and uh, it basically just says the gang gathers at Carla's house for Thanksgiving dinner of frozen turkey and overdone peas. That is such a simplistic <laughs> synopsis. A lot goes this. on. Yes, it, <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot goes on in this episode. Now, before watching this, was this one you remembered at all? Or was it like, oh, once you got into it, it kind of, you know, jogged your memory a little bit? So the only thing I remembered about this whole episode was when she had the, uh, when she was dressed up as like the, the, the pilgrim, pilgrim or whatever. Like that's, that's really the only thing that I remember at all. Um, and, and there's, there was a few episodes of Cheers that I really remember that were kind of burned into my brain, but this one wasn't one of them except for that pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I really, I, I really liked it. And in fact, I think it was ranked like number seven, like in 1997 on uh, TV guides. Uh, what is a list yeah, of like hundred of... greatest episodes mm -hmm. or something. So, I mean, it, people must've liked it as well. <laughs> yeah. It's uh <laughs> It, it really blew, it really blew me away. I, yeah. I really loved it. We'll get into that yeah. a little more, but so this episode opens up Woody. He's so innocent. So, so mm -hmm. innocent. He makes his way into the bar. He's got a box full of decorations and he asks if he can start decorating for Christmas. So immediately we're you and I at the very least are on board with Woody here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's for me, it's like, boom, we think, uh, Halloween ends. I'm all about it. Like, you know, <laughs> this is the day after Halloween for us now. And I'm already itching to, to start getting stuff up, but I'm, I'm pacing Christmas myself. Podcasting. Yes. It is Christmas <laughs> podcast day on this day. Uh, but, but I'm with Woody here. I'm like, I want to yeah. get this stuff going. Let's, let's get decorating. But Sam, he complains a little bit here. He does. Yeah. Well, and, and not just that, I mean, it, it sets you up as like, you're, I mean, I was expecting a Christmas episode I thought maybe I, I picked the wrong one uh because I wasn't expecting the the Christmas stuff mm -hmm. you know I thought it was a Thanksgiving episode but I mean I think Woody's our people so he's <laughs> he really and he's kind of ahead of his time because in the the mid 80s like that you know it feels like the Christmas creep didn't really start until yeah. what like the last 10-15 years where it really became yeah. more prevalent that people were getting things decorated a lot earlier so Woody was right. ahead of the trend there and what I loved is Sam in this moment, he complains a little bit. He's like, ah, you know, the holidays, they keep getting closer and closer every year. And Woody kind of pauses for a moment. And <laughs> he says, hey, if you check the calendar, it always happens on the 25th of December. Yeah. And <laughs> it's just, that was a good line. Yeah, it was. It was just pure Woody, too, because he's he's. <laughs> Woody Harrelson's just a little such slower a, on the uptake there. Yes. Yeah. Like he, he gives you the much needed uh, sort of dopiness overall in some of these episodes, because, you know, especially in comparison to somebody like Frazier who, right. who in immediately after <laughs> starts chiming in about, uh, about Rudolph. And I, yeah. I loved this little segment here where Frazier 
is explaining to Woody that uh, Rudolph kind of gives children a horrible, distorted view of reality, which, <laughs> which I mean, it's classic Frasier to go into this little kind of diatribe like he does. Yeah. And, and then <laughs> what I love more is Woody sort of ponders it for a moment. And he says, yeah, well, still pretty easy to whistle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you're right. It's it's classic Fraser. Uh, and even in the, the Christmas episode, which I covered uh, on my show about a month or two ago, same thing. He he's just, you know, the, the big Grinch at Christmas time. And he's he's just talking about how it's, you know, corporate and commercial and, and all sorts of, you know, the, there's no real meaning to it and um this like fits right in with that uh, characterization which i i like that it's consistent you mm-hmm. know the- <laughs> well and it's it's perfect too because the way especially having the like woody's sort of like the child the pure innocence of yeah. woody and then you have to have there's always that person you know there's always a fraser who, there always is yeah. who's gonna ruin the fun a little bit put a little bit of a spin on it and all that so i liked that we got uh you know the yin and the yang there between fraser and woody because it just and, and i think it goes to show how well this show is written that they know how to kind of bounce things off of all these various characters because yeah. they're all so different and they're all fleshed out so well that you you come to know what to expect from these people yet it's still really funny in that mm-hmm. exact moment and <laughs> so we after all of this well, hold on i i love this one this one quote i, I gotta say it because it's just so funny it's and it's literally it's part of that that uh that thing where, where he's like um you know but then you know, or let's see and See here, what did you say? Oh, first the other reindeer tease and then ostracize him. And then when his abnormality proves of service, they use him. But then do they allow him to play in their stupid reindeer games? And of course they say yes. And he says, oh no, I know how the song goes. In fact, not only do Donner Blitzen not love him and laugh out loud with glee, but they doubly despise the bulbous nose little wimp. <laughs> but then he, he's like, he gets up and he's like, well, I got to be off. Happy holidays. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, like so just, Fraser right there. It yeah. is. It is so good. And what's also great too, and like to your point that I was also confused for a second, like, am I watching the right episode like is this what i'm supposed to watch but it is it's it's just a funny little uh you know funny little moment there to start off this episode yeah of course we go into the iconic theme song like we mentioned and we come back out and diane is wearing a bonnet of sorts i guess you would call it a a pilgrim bonnet i Uh, i don't know the name of it yeah yeah, that sounds fine I, I guess that'll work. I, I probably could have done more research to find out the specific <laughs> terminology, but it's all right. We'll go with bonnet. I think everybody kind of knows what we're talking about. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Sam lays into her. He's making fun of her for her look. And uh, Diane, she knows it's an authentic representation of fashion from that era. And <laughs> so, Diane. yeah. And Woody asks her why she's dressed that way. And she explains that, her professor at mm-hmm. the university annually recreates the first Thanksgiving at his home. And she was one of the very few students who got invited <laughs> to go. So very <laughs> prestigious here for Diane to go to her professor's house, which I, I got to admit for Thanksgiving, I'm not going to want to go spend it with one of my professors, even if it's a professor yeah. I like, but this yeah. already, this already seems kind of intimidating, right? That you're walking into this situation. 
Yeah, well, yes. I mean, I definitely wouldn't. Uh, and uh, you know, honestly, I, I don't think I was close enough with any of my professors that I'd be asked to do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, our classes, they weren't mega classes, but I mean, they were still big enough that I, I don't think most of us knew who they were, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, okay, that's the professor. He, he doesn't know us or just, so if they were to single me out, my first thought would be like, okay, what did I do wrong? Mm -hmm. What's, you know, what's going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> I would me? rather, I would rather my professor not know who I am. That's like, right. yeah, it, it's one of those things that I feel like I'm with you. I don't think the majority of my professors, if I saw them outside of class, would have any idea who I was because, you know, it was classes, some as big as a hundred, some right. kids, some are 30. I mean, that's right. a lot over the course of uh, a day with a handful of other, uh, you know, people. So this, this seems like an intimidating task for yeah, Diane. I can, only, I can only think of three professors uh, that know who I am to this day. Mm. And that's because I had some sort of working relationship with them afterwards, sure. after I graduated. And that's really the only reason why. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, exactly. And, and so, so Diane, she is setting herself up for, for this moment with her professor, Right. Know she's going to be dressed up to the nines in her pilgrim wear, <laughs> her pilgrim garb. Yes, and <laughs> so this is the part of the show I had to do a little bit of research because I wasn't a hundred percent sure what was going on. But Sam had previously proposed to Diane yes. earlier in the season. Yes, and she had said no. Right, but they had tried getting back together and it didn't work. And Sam is sort of in this like. I'm done trying because Pretty it's just much, yeah. not going to happen. While Diane sort of seems like she wants to keep working towards this being more of a reality and, and them trying to work right. this out. So Diane, she apologizes to Sam saying, Hey, I'm sorry. You're going to be all alone for Thanksgiving. Uh, but this is where he reveals <laughs> that, that he has a date for he Thanksgiving, date. Mm -hmm. which it also lends the question of, is this a first date? Like, is his first date going with... <laughs> Taking him to Thanksgiving dinner? Yes. Like, that's, <laughs> like that's a bold yikes. move there. That's, I mean, that's commitment already. Like, it, like that's, that's six months in. You don't yes. do that right away. Yeah. Yes, that is, that is a major step right off the bat. Yeah, watch out, Sam. Swipe so, left or whatever. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so after Sam and Diane are... are discussing their plans for thanksgiving this is where we find out that carla and cliff and woody mm -hmm. they don't have any plans for thanksgiving right. nothing major and diane then suggests that everyone should go to carla's new house <laughs> and of course carla at first she's not buying into this idea and she's very unaccepting of the possibility of all these people coming to her house right. but she she finally concedes but she she makes it a point that it's got to be a potluck dinner so she doesn't have to get stuck doing all the work, which right. sets sets up a lot of hilarity later on in this episode. It does. And and by the way, that's smart. <laughs> Very smart. <laughs> that's, Very yeah. smart. That's the way to do it. Yeah. If you're going to do a Friendsgiving, make sure everybody brings something. Exactly. You don't yeah. want that one person being in charge of every single thing oh, and then wanting, so tired, to pull, yeah. wanting to pull their hair out and all of that. That's Luckily for us, we've always kind of had it that way where everybody, you know, whoever's hosting's making turkey or whatever, right, but then right. and everybody else decides. brings something because I'm not putting all that pressure on somebody to, to make right. it for every single people. So very smart on Carla's part yeah. there. 
Uh, and it's on, uh, it's her new house, right? I think like she had just moved into this house or mm-hmm. something. Yep, okay. it is her it is her new house. I guess like two or three episodes before she had bought uh, the house itself. So a, a big okay. move for her. Uh, but she also, on, on top of telling everybody it's got to be a potluck dinner, she tells Sam he could bring his date as well. So right. <laughs> Again, uh, not only is it a date on Thanksgiving, but, it's a date and come meet all my friends. And come meet slash, my friends, yeah. Slash coworkers, <laughs> like, just, like that's wild. Like they just skip some steps here. So, yes. uh, <laughs> like, like slow down, guy. I, I know you're on the rebound, but just like slow down. Yeah, take take the take some baby steps in this that's relationship. Right, yeah. <laughs> but that's I love crazy. I love here. Carla tells Cliff he can't come. <laughs> uh and then uh, then eventually he's like oh it's you know i'm gonna be busy with my mother right um and th- but then we find out she's like serving people at a rescue mission mm-hmm. uh so he's done he it will- before and didn't like it or something yeah and he's like you know what i'm not gonna do that this year i've done it enough i'm gonna come yeah and, <laughs> and then norm he first says he won't be able to go because he's stuck going with vera to uh her family's thanksgiving right his wife who we've never seen but we've never seen and he hates it because he's like it isn't fun and there's no beer there uh which which is a a a great norm and and that she uh she keeps it at like 80 degrees yeah it's too hot in there uh but then he yeah tell you what though if if uh if I was at the in-laws and they kept it at 80 degrees, I'd be pretty upset too. Oh, no, thank you. It already gets hot enough on mm-hmm. Thanksgiving with right. You know, Cause um, of the oven. Yeah. Oven all, going all for, yeah. Going for hours on end. The house is like, I can't tell you how many times we've had to like, we open up a window or something because it gets so hot. And I mean, right. You know, I live in a climate where it's normally in like the forties on Thanksgiving day. So like, oh, wow. we need yeah. to get that cold air, but then you got to shut that window pretty fast. <laughs> Otherwise it's going to get a little too cold. <laughs> you know what though, if it was 80 degrees, yeah, I'll take it any day. I'll take, I'll take an open window any day. <laughs> but norm he finally concedes and he's like you know what i'm gonna tell vera that uh he's gonna make a decision for once and they're gonna be there so after this we move we fast forward ahead it's thanksgiving day woody cliff and fraser they're already at carla's house which Mm -hmm. i love how like perfectly 80s this home is i i noticed that too that was my thought i was like i know that couch you know yes it's (laughs) it's like either either you had it as as you know growing up or a relative had a a relative did yes just like that (laughs) just like that (laughs) That was my first thought like that couch it was so spot on and i i love that Everybody so, thinks that, you know, people nowadays, when they think of the 80s, they think we all had like neon everywhere. And yeah. there was neon lots of places, but most of the houses looked like that. Yes. Yeah. W- without a doubt. I mean, that yeah. screen, like my parents probably had a couch very similar to that. And yeah. if it wasn't them, an aunt or an uncle or my grandparents yeah. had that couch. It's just everybody did, which mm-hmm. is also funny. Like, it's going to be funny 30 years from now when we look back at what we we all have in our homes now something that's modern and we're gonna be like i can't believe i had that in my house <laughs> that's right it's always funny how those things change yeah tell you what though uh, a lot of the furniture at least is not quite as gauche as some of those patterns on the, <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> that, true. That, were, that were in vogue in the 70s a, and 80s. a lot more simplistic now a lot more yeah. like one note instead yeah. of like throw as many things at it as you can that's right yeah but yeah. back back at Carla's house, Norm, he shows up 
doesn't have Vera with him. And so again, it plays into the trope that we've yet to see what Vera looks like. And Carla, she had also made mention earlier in the episode that she had never met her before. So again, yeah, they keep saying that too. Yeah, Yeah. because we have Sam. He says that later on in the episode. So Mm -hmm. not only are the audience, you know, not only has the audience never seen her, but none of them have ever seen her before too, (laughs) which is just funny considering how long they've all been friends and known Mm -hmm. each other that none of them have ever seen her before. And, (laughs) And Norm, he basically says, look, we got into an argument and she decided she's going to go to her mother's. Um, and so I decided I was going to come here Mm -hmm. and this immediately has one of my favorite bits is when Norm comes in, he moves the TV over to his, to the chair he sits down in and Woody and Cliff just slide down on the couch to that (laughs) side. But Frazier's sitting there with nothing to see to view on the TV anymore. And I don't know why that made me laugh like really hard because it was just, it was so like it's so perfect for that era. TVs were yeah. small. TVs yeah. were square. They weren't yep. built for you to be able to see them from different angles like right. they are now. And so I just love, and I just love that Woody and Cliff just slide down to the other end of the couch. Like, eh, no big deal for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you always feel like Fraser is not really into sports anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's probably already miserable and now yeah. he's, he's just miserable. he's just exasperated because it, he's not getting it the way he wants it and right. you know right. uh so, so that's very funny woody he claims this is going to be the best thanksgiving ever like just the ultimate positive woody in this moment and then i love that norm pulls a completely raw completely yes. yeah. unpackaged <laughs> turkey out of a brown paper sack it's not even like <laughs> you know salmonella dude Sam yes. <laughs> like we all buy turkeys now and they're in the vacuum sealed mm-hmm. uh, you know like white packaging on the outside all right. that stuff but no not norm he just shows up with a full-on turkey completely unwrapped <laughs> <laughs> and it takes long to cook one of those things exactly it's, it's what like like i don't know remember the uh, like half an hour per pound or, or something yeah, it, like you it's know, somewhere something around and, like that and that's a big turkey yeah like, that thing is gonna be at least four hours to cook exactly and that obviously plays into it a little bit later and it's funny <laughs> too so i just recorded an episode from the fresh prince of bel-air mm-hmm. and they decided the last minute to make a turkey and they have a frozen turkey oh, on the day of no. and i was like immediately i'm like they're setting them up for disaster they're <laughs> like nobody could cook a frozen turkey on the day of so i gotta give him him props here that norm has a, thawed. a thought out turkey <laughs> like i love it like that at least he's he's in the step in the right direction there right yeah so, so him and carla they go to the kitchen and then cliff he brought popcorn balls as food to pass around, which we find out were just left over from Halloween. <laughs> now, was that ever a thing for you? Like growing up, my grandma used to make popcorn balls for Halloween and I hated them. I thought they were disgusting. I don't remember popcorn balls. I remember more of the uh, caramel or candy apples. That was a lot more common than the popcorn balls. Well, and like yeah. the popcorn balls were always like hard as a rock. It felt like you're breaking a tooth off and you're biting into them. And Sounds like candy, <laughs> candy yeah. apple. Yeah. And we get we do get that kind of a moment here where you see them starting to eat these uh, popcorn balls and they do not look appetizing no, not uh, whatsoever. 
but the doorbell rings norm he runs to the door he assumes mm-hmm. it's vera uh, right. there but it ends up being sam and he brought himself a pie and this is where we find out his date his date's sister she came to town and she didn't like the idea of going over to Carla's, which again, it's like, why would she like, right. <laughs> like in this situation, why would she want to go over to a stranger's home for Thanksgiving? For real. I mean, I, I don't understand, I, but this isn't the only time. So like in the Christmas episode too, uh, Sam picks up like a, you know, that flight attendant. And so like, they're going to go spend christmas together it's like but it's christmas you know i mean what yeah, are you doing why yeah, would it's you like it's nothing <laughs> sacred like <laughs> some days i i do feel like uh sam eagle you know? yes <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> <It's> sacred <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love it yeah. but <laughs> so right after sam comes in he does the same gag with the tv mm-hmm. where he moves it back once again frazier's left without a view of the television and again it makes me laugh because i i love i love when a show can just keep going back on a joke yeah. when it's it's funny and it's different characters but it's still impacting some of the same people so still very funny in that moment and again another ring at the door and this time we have diane all dressed up now not just the bonnet but she's got that traditional pilgrim garb everything yeah everything she's dressed to the nines for a traditional pilgrim thanksgiving and i love (laughs) carla caesar just slams the door shut (laughs) well because she wasn't supposed to be there and carla and diane have never been you know they've always been or i should say more Carla than mm-hmm. Diane has always been more antagonistic uh, just because she thinks she's too, you know, uppity. She, she thinks she knows everything. And uh, so Carla just can't stand that attitude. And so I love that they always try to find ways to pair them together, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> because it just, it makes for good comedy. Yes. And uh, especially in this instance, like we have lots of quips from Carla uh, towards Diane later on. <laughs> so just, just so good. I love, I love the, the interaction between the two of them, but she eventually comes around to it. She right. lets Diane in and we find out that Diane wasn't invited as a guest to her professors. Rather, <laughs> she was, quote, domestic help. <laughs> Which I think you summed it up perfectly with an oof. Like, that is, <laughs> nobody wants to be put in that situation. No, never. Uh, and that kind of reminds me of um, of coming to America as well. When uh, he gets Hakeem and Semi, mm-hmm. you know, to, as as essentially the help you know and uh but when they're first invited they don't expect that they're you know that they think they're going to be doing something else and then mm-hmm. it turns out oh no you're going to be parking cars and yeah. serving drinks <laughs> and, and that's exactly it for uh for diane she's not happy with that situation so she said she got real upset but she fixed her makeup and she ran out of there <laughs> fixed her makeup yeah <laughs> and they all tell her she needs to tell off this professor yeah they're like you need to call him and you need to you know you need to yell at him for this so she finally gets up the courage to (laughs) call him and then the professor apologizes to her and invites her back yeah and carla's excited because she's 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 happy that diane's gonna leave but then diane decides she's gonna stay because she wants to spend the day with her friends which very sweet it seems from what i know of diane that is a very diane type thing to do Mm -hmm. in this moment that yes 
she's going to embrace her friends the people that are there for her not this random professor who wants her to be her domestic help on thanksgiving day i I still can't even believe that like how do you not tell someone that yes (laughs) like could you imagine being her which obviously she wants to impress her professor. Right. She's very studious, all of this. And you get there excited for this opportunity. And then you find out like, essentially you're going to be carrying trays of food out to the table and mm. filling wine glasses and stuff yeah, like no thanks that. I, I mean, I'm with her. I would have ran out the door. Like, yeah, for sure. I mean, like definitely, even if it was a, cause it, it was a former professor, right? It wasn't mm-hmm. her current professor. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, then who cares, you know? Like, yeah, I would have said, no, What? you're crazy. I thought, you know. Like, I thought you respected me enough as a person to invite me over for a holiday dinner and not make me be the help in this exactly. situation. Yeah. And then moving ahead, Diane, she doesn't believe that Sam's date fell through. She thinks Sam never <laughs> had a, a date. It's a good bit. It is a good bit. It is. And she's given him a hard time about it. Uh, the whole and, and then at this moment the whole crew they're watching your traditional football games mm-hmm. um, Diane is getting more and more bored by the moment and <laughs> I loved when she's complaining about the game being on and they're like hey they're like it's only the second quarter she's like they're wearing they're wearing different uniforms than before they're like um yeah you have to uh change your uniforms after every, <laughs> after every time you score <laughs> uh, and she knows nothing about sports yeah. so it's like perfect <laughs> and she she buys into it yeah and they're all getting more and more frustrated with the fact that the food is taking long and mm-hmm. i would be in this boat if you tell me to come over at a certain time i'm gonna start getting a little antsy yeah. when i haven't eaten uh <laughs> And so we move forward in time a little more and they're all watching now a professional wrestling match, which I love. And Diane comes in and she's like, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, sorry. They oh, you're, back to you're the right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> and they move back to the football game, <laughs> which again, I love now for you. I, you're in Texas, correct? Right. Is, is the football game like a big deal? Like, especially with the Cowboys playing, like, is that a big deal on Thanksgiving It's always a huge deal. Um, And it used to be back when A&M and and, uh, UT would play Mm -hmm. as well. That was a huge deal. Uh, When I went there, it was like, they moved it, I think like that year or the year after, uh, like my sophomore year or something, they moved it to like the day after Thanksgiving. Um, But for a while, it was like every Thanksgiving day. And now, of course, now that they're in two different... uh, divisions or two mm-hmm. different leagues it's you know it's, it's oh well but yeah the the cowboys playing is still a huge thing and so like most of the men will be in one room and uh most of the women will be you know in the other room doing something else and so uh, it's kind of crazy how that ends up uh, working out but i that i have vivid memories of growing up and all the guys like in the front room watching football uh of course all the kids we'd be running around playing but like all the men just in mm-hmm. that one room and all the women just talking and you know making dinner and doing other things and of course we're hispanic so you know there's that whole culture of you know the, the men don't really do much which is kind of a shame because I, I really do love to cook but uh it's just one of those one of those things that it's like burned into my brain i will never forget you know and them talking and and they have their beers and just talking you know about mm-hmm. like oh i should have they should have run the option or something you know (laughs) yeah well and it's like it's a lot you know a lot of my memories are very similar to that i mean 
being here in Illinois, we don't have, you know, the bears don't play every year on Thanksgiving, but there've been a handful of years, especially as of late. And Mm -hmm. for a few years I covered the team. And so like, I had a couple of Thanksgivings where I didn't even get to enjoy Thanksgiving because I was working. That's a shame. And it felt like such a bummer because uh, I'm at, I'm either like, I'm at home and I'm working and I'm writing and I'm doing all these different things. And it's like right. I, a couple of years ago, my mom had to like bring me a plate of food and it's like, oh, it's just not the same. Uh, but I do have a lot of the same memories of all the men they're mm-hmm. sitting around the TV. And it, what's funny too, is like most of the men in my family are not big sports fans and right. not the biggest football fans outside of like, the bears here in Illinois, like yeah. for the most part, they don't really care, but when it's that day, they're glued to that TV. And it's like the same thing. They're like, I can't believe they didn't do this. And I'm like, what do you, I'm like, dad, what are you talking about? You don't watch. You like, don't even know this. it. I, yeah. I see. And I, I identify with that. I'm really not a huge sports fan at all, but uh, there's like some days where like, you have to, like, you just, you have to watch it. Like, mm-hmm. of course the super bowl is one, you know, uh, and yeah, Thanksgiving day, that's another one. You got to watch, you got to watch football. On like it just, it doesn't feel like Thanksgiving unless I'm watching two teams. I don't really care about play each other. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's... Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Strange sentiment, but it, true. But it's it very is. true. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people can identify <laughs> with that. Uh, but back, back in the episode, they finally make their way to the dining room. They're all I would say at this point getting restless because they've, they've not eaten. And a lot of Mm -hmm. the other like side dishes are on the table and cliff he's ready to dive in, but Diane's like, Nope, we cannot eat until this Turkey is done. Right. Which first of all, I got to say for Diane, that's a bold move. This isn't her house. It's not It's well, it's not only is it not her house. She wasn't even invited there. (laughs) She wasn't invited. (laughs) Yeah. So that's, that's like a two strikes already. Exactly. (laughs) So that's, that's a bold move on her part to tell everybody at the house. She, she doesn't own and she wasn't invited to that. They can't, that they can't eat. Uh, (laughs) But this is when Norm, he comes out and he says, the Turkey still isn't Brown yet. And they're like, well, what color is it? He's like, ah, you know, it's sitting at an off white. <laughs> <laughs> and they start going on and on about the the little the, popper. Thing. Yeah, the little pop up thing. And they're <laughs> talking about and Frazier's just getting very Frasier in this moment. He's getting very upset. He's like, that pop up thing has a name. It's a thermometer. It's a thermometer. <laughs> And Woody, I love, he's like, well, where I grew up, turkeys didn't have thermometers. <laughs> oh, man. So, so it's just classic Woody in this moment as well. Yeah. But Diane, she, again, she's like running this whole Thanksgiving, which I find, again, interesting. That's yeah, sort of her. It's so strange. It's odd. But at the same time, it's like totally her thing, mm-hmm. you know, like, because Carla is right. She is a little more, because she's hot, she's much more educated, she does kind of flaunt it a little bit more she does kind <laughs> yeah. of lord it over them yeah and so yeah it's like right up her alley that she would be doing it even though she has like zero authority to do mm-hmm. it. yeah and so <laughs> one thing i loved before they go into the dining room sam says uh i gotta duck out and talk to a man about a horse and you know which is just slang for going to the bathroom right and i right. love that woody leads over and he says he's not actually going to see a man like <laughs> like how he has <laughs> As to ex- no one else knew yeah like yeah. how he has to explain <laughs> the joke yeah. a little bit and diane she's like i want everybody to express what they're thankful for and 
at that moment you see Sam kind of stop in his tracks. Like he doesn't want to be a part of this. Right. And she's like, Sam, I see you. I see mm-hmm. you. You have to start first. And he starts talking about his car and his cool radio and that, <laughs> and that he's not wearing an embarrassing pilgrim costume. <laughs> which I loved. I did which, like that bit, <laughs> which is a great little, little slam. We move on. Woody. He starts saying he's thankful. He's an American. He's thankful for his upbringing, his new friends in Boston, which are all very sweet, sweet things. And then he says, I'm thankful I could do this. And then he, <laughs> he proceeds to lick his own nose, <laughs> which I was cracking up so hard because the look on his face is just perfect. Yes. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I mean, I, yeah, I just love how, and, and this leads to like a whole little bit where they're all like, Oh, well I can do this and yeah. I can do that. And I'm thankful <laughs> I can do this and all these physical bits. And yeah. And Diane, she's, she's having none of it. She yells at them. Norm, he goes back. He's going to check on the Turkey again. We get Diane. She's explaining. She's thankful for her health and friends. Yeah. Um, but she's also thankful for all the people who've influenced her in her life. And she starts naming off all of these authors and everybody is just getting more and more frustrated because she's not stopping. Like it's such a strange thing to do. Like what, why, you know, (laughs) that you're saying instead you're thankful for the arts or you're thankful for literature or something like that. Why are you thankful for, you know, this particular person and this particular person. Yeah, it, it, would be, it, would, mean, it would be like the equivalent of saying, I am thankful for this television show and this right. movie yeah. and this, and like everybody is getting very frustrated yes. with her, which understandable. I mean- And she I goes think, on, she yeah. goes on and on. Yeah. Well, and it's like everybody kind of knows in that situation where you should cut it off. Like- like yeah. I, I know like with uh, my fiance's family, they do that a lot. They do like the one I'm thankful for. We did it on Christmas a few years ago and mm-hmm. everybody around the room, you know, it was like 30 of us, but it was like, everybody said like two things and it was like, and then that's boom, it. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, like, you know, keep going, keep like, things moving. I'm not giving a speech here about all the things in my life that are, that are wonderful and everything as much as right. I might be thankful for a lot of other things. Uh, that's not <laughs> where I'm going with in that moment. Right. So during this, we have Norm. He kind of comes in and out of the kitchen a few different times. Turkey's still not done. He, <laughs> he blames Carla. He says something's wrong with her oven. This starts an argument between the two of them. <laughs> well, but what does he say back? He says, uh, hey, my oven was just fine until you stuffed Birdzilla in it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Which he did have a ginormous turkey. Yeah. That thing was huge like more than enough for like the eight ten people you know like more than enough yeah and then we get typical fraser here in this next moment he's gonna bring the the mood down and he starts talking about how everybody's a pathetic dropout nobody (laughs) loves them (laughs) which again he is so frustrated in this moment and i identified with fraser here because (laughs) and, and sam points it out too that they're all getting frustrated because they're hungry yeah and yeah they're just hangry man they're yes hangry. I, that's what exactly what i've gotten written down that they're hangry and i would be very hangry at that point because let's let's yeah. assume they go to carla's 11 12 o'clock because yeah. football game starting all that they right. already watched the first game 
Mm-hmm. We know they're yeah, in the cause... process mm-hmm. because Diane had pointed out the different right. uniforms. So we right. know they got to a second game. So we're sitting at probably four or five hours at the right. very least. And so if you came here, you probably didn't eat a big breakfast or lunch. So right. I would be upset and <laughs> starting to get very hangry in that moment. So can I, I identify can I ask you a question. Sure. Do you, do you guys do Thanksgiving like lunch or Thanksgiving dinner? We usually do like kind of halfway point, like a three yeah. o'clock okay. or so, something okay. like that. What about you? So we, we normally do like a lunch, but it is a later lunch, like at one, you know, like 1231. Uh, but I, I mean, I'm just curious because you always watch movies and you see shows like this and it's always like Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think we've ever done dinner like in, on both sides of my family. Yeah. It's always been an earlier meal and then we would just have the leftovers mm-hmm. for, you know, for later on. Um, so I'm, I was just curious. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that too, because it is like, everything is always dinner, 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 but we, right. I don't think I've ever done it at dinner time because like no, you, no. like we eat, say we eat one, two, three o'clock. It's going to be about seven thirty, eight o'clock. I'm just hungry enough. And that's yeah. when you, that's when you make yourself your leftover sandwich yes. or a bowl that just has like everything thrown into it and <laughs> pop it in the microwave or something like and when we were little, um, we we didn't want leftovers, so we would usually have like a pizza or something for dinner. <laughs> nice, <Yeah. laughs> you know. I, I could get on home. board with that. Well, last year, my fiance and I, with everything that was going on, we decided we were just going to have like a little Thanksgiving between the two of us. Yeah. We made enough food for ten people probably. By Sunday, we're still eating leftovers, and I'm like, we we got to stop. Like, <laughs> I was like, I hate wasting. Like, I can't, food. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like we froze the stuff that could be frozen. Right. Uh, but the rest were like, I was like, we got to get a pizza or something like yeah. we just, we can't do this anymore. It was too much Turkey. Uh, yeah. We started, uh, we started doing like different, not themes, but like just, just trying to change it up. So like we do like a, a Thanksgiving style, like egg roll, or Ooh. then we do like a Thanksgiving style, uh, like, you know, um tacos or something mm-hmm. you know so so you bring in other flavors along with the the, the actual like turkey and mm-hmm. things like that and um it helps a little bit <laughs> you don't get as tired of it yeah. as fast uh, but you eventually everybody always you hits still that do. point yeah. yeah you hit that point where like i just i can't do it any Please longer give me something else yeah <laughs> i do like how um you know, when we're talking about how they were biting each other's heads, I, Sam even says like, we don't, Hey, we don't have to bite each other's heads off. And Cliff says, it may be the only thing we get to eat this day, Sammy. <laughs> and I think so that one, I was that just going to say that it yeah. sort of sums up this show so well is these little bits yeah. here and there. It's just so funny, little one-liners. And in this next moment is when we get what starts the best part of this episode, the most iconic part of this episode yes, is Carla and Norm. They're arguing and Norm, he, they're arguing over the peas and that her, she's like, well, I made these peas and they're great. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So Norm, he flicks a pea, right? Or uh, yeah. Norm flicks a pea at her. And in Mm -hmm. turn, she starts to apologize uh, she's like, I'm sorry for criticizing your gravy and all this because it's got gravy skin and everything. And <laughs> Which is a, yeah, I, I as soon as I heard that, I just started laughing. Like, oh, I know what they're talking about. Yes, everybody knows it. Yeah. And she then throws a carrot 
at his face. And then Cliff, he takes it to another level and he's like, Hey, Frazier, you want some yams? Just <laughs> boom. And this is where it all starts to all hell starts to break loose. Frazier, right. he's like, Hey, check out this gravy uh, uh, skin. And he tosses it at Woody. And then it just erupts. I mean, it is full on war yes. uh, while they start throwing stuff. And then Diane, she yells at them. She's like, you guys need to stop. She's starting to scold them. And then Sam hits her with cranberry sauce. And this is where it really takes that, off. That was the last straw. Yeah. <laughs> and this part looked so fun from the actor. Like, it looks like yeah. they are all genuinely having a blast. Like, I love that they are slipping and sliding all over the floor. Cliff is jamming food in Woody's face. Apparently, like, they they really were sliding all over. They it was so messy that they just they had a hard time actually just moving. Yeah, and you can see it too. Especially <laughs> yeah, Sam and Sam, Frazier yeah. are just flopping around like they cannot get any grip on that floor. <laughs> it is so funny. the The crowd is eating it up. Like in the audience, like they're just. It's just. It's so funny. It's so iconic uh, with this show and everything. But we go to a, a quick break. We come yeah. back. Everybody's calmed down a little bit, but the yeah. food is everywhere, uh, all over them. But they're all in a much better mood. Yeah. Uh, they're they're sipping on some drinks. We do see the carcass of the turkey. So my assumption is they at least got to eat some of that turkey. Some that, turkey, yeah. That Which- if. You better if you're gonna wait all that time, you know. <laughs> yeah. I would have been mad if like we couldn't get any of that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And <laughs> we what I love is how here near the end of this episode, we do get a really, really sweet moment. And it's with yeah, Woody saying he wants to toast to everyone that couldn't be yes. there. And I love that. That that's something that I think a lot of people do. And mm-hmm. obviously with the holidays, with Thanksgiving and Christmas, it is a time to remember a lot of people that aren't there anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's very sweet. And, and Woody, he toasts his parents and his uncle Fergie. Carla toasts to her kids. Norm toasts to Vera. Cliff toasts to his mother. Sam, he toasts to coach. The coach, which got me. That one got me. Yeah, that one was that one was a little sad there. Yeah. And, and they all clink their glasses together. And, you know, you can't end an episode like this without some humor. And Diane says it's time for dessert. Yep. She heads to the kitchen. The doorbell rings. Norm gets up and we hear Vera. We hear her at the door. And this is where we get the moment where Sam's like, I've never seen her before. And again, I was like, how have they, how have they not even seen her? Like, this is amazing. It's so meta. Yeah. And so Sam, he starts to get up and he seems real giddy mm-hmm. with the idea that he finally gets to see her. Right. And he starts to sort of walk towards the hallway. So we don't see the door. We don't see uh, Vera. We don't see Norm or anything like that. But we know that Sam is making his way over there. Right. And just as he starts walking over that way, Diane, she pops out. She's got the pie in her hand and she's rearing back and she's going to throw it at Sam, but he mm-hmm. ducks and we hear it hit Vera. Yep. 
And I love this part that she walks into the scene and her face is completely covered with the pie. So if we don't get to see her, the, the audience is just going wild. Oh, I'm sure I would have been so mad at that point <laughs> because it, it feels like that buildup. And again, it, you know, I don't, there's not anything that's sticking out in my head right now, but it feels like they sort of started this trope too. Like, yeah. you know, the big bang theory did this with Howard's right. mother yes. where you never get to see her. So it's just funny to see these sort of things like before they became more popular or Wilson or, even or, or Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Another good one. Never uh, got to see. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, that closes out Thanksgiving orphans from the fifth season of cheers and before we get too specific with stuff uh, on this podcast, we like to determine if an episode should be deemed a holiday classic. Uh, we give it either a you got it, dude, or no way, Jose. So, Jerry, I'm going to start with you. What are you giving this episode? This is definitely a uh, you got it, dude. You got it, dude. I, I'm, I'm right there with you. Right there <laughs> with you. Yeah. It was just, it hit everything i would want in a yes. thanksgiving type episode yes it it was like your friends giving before a friends giving type right, thing like yeah. that that's another thing this was before that became like so commonplace and in, in mm-hmm. the in modern times where friends get together and celebrate holidays like that and and, and for me i was someone who like I mentioned, I I've seen enough cheers in my life to know, like, I know the characters, I know the right. basic storylines, but I wasn't really sure to what to expect from this episode. And it was the first time I'd ever seen it. Mm-hmm. I just, I loved it. It was a perfect episode because Thanksgiving, I think can be hard to hit in the right way. And I've learned yeah. that with some of the episodes I've already started doing that it's, I don't know, there's sort of the fine line of being able to, to hit just kind of like even even though this episode had a food fight and all of that it was still easy to connect to because i think we've all had those moments where we're like the food isn't ready yet (laughs) yes (laughs) and you're starting to get more and more aggravated and i think it's one of those things where people are like i wish i could do that i wish that i could throw food i wish that i could do all that uh but but it was so much fun, so right. much fun, and yeah. I I would definitely watch it again before Thanksgiving because it kind of hits, it, it hits in the feels. Yeah, it really does. It really really does. Uh, everything about it from the uh, the playful banter between the you know the friends there to uh, the the mishap <laughs> at the end, I suppose. I mean, it just everything about it is it says Thanksgiving. You know, it so it reminded me of growing up. Um, and I definitely, I definitely recommend this one to anyone that's looking for a Thanksgiving uh, episode or, or just something to, to make them feel a little, you know, nostalgia or mm-hmm. just a, a little bit of the holiday spirit. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like it did, it hit the nostalgia for me, yeah. even though, like I mentioned, this would have been my first Thanksgiving when this, <laughs> right. this episode aired. So like my eighties memories are a touch foggy, but uh, it, it did. It, it just sort of transformed me, uh, right. transported me back to like that era in late '80s, early '90s, and and just it felt so much like it. It felt like I don't know. It's the right, right? Like it just felt like a warm hug, sort of like thing. Like it just felt good after you watch this episode, despite it being crazy and hectic and all right. over the place. It yeah. it just worked, and it worked really, really well. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. 
so that wraps up this episode uh but jerry i gotta ask you to tell us a little more about your podcast where people can find you all of that okay so i am the host of totally rad christmas podcast it's the podcast that talks all things christmas in the 80s uh, I like to say it's a podcast about the uh, the raddest time of year and the baddest decade ever. But uh, basically, we we just cover everything, you know, toys, movies, specials, uh, fashion, fads, uh, foods, just if it was, I like to say if it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. But you can find me uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, and I'm on um, Facebook and Instagram at Totally Rad Christmas or on Twitter at Rad Christmas. And I do have a web page that uh, Tom Crow is from Tizza Podcast is um, finishing up for me. So that should be out relatively soon. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, Jerry, thanks again for coming on. Uh, I knew when I put this on my schedule, I needed to have you on for this because <laughs> it's just so pure 80s. I loved, your, 80s. I loved your episode about Cheers and, and the Christmas episode. Like it was just so oh, good. Yeah. So <laughs> I you. was, I was very, very happy to have you on for that. Um, as always, for all of you, you can find our podcast on Facebook and Instagram by searching "Tis the Pod," "Tis the Podcast." <laughs> you could search there too, but you could be, uh... you could search there, but I would prefer you search "TGI Podcast." That's what that's what Jerry gets for bringing up Tom here at the end of the episode. Yeah, just my infiltrates. Bad. My bad, bro. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> but you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, uh, preferably if you're listening to the TGI Podcast. You would leave us a review, but go ahead and leave this is the podcast if you leave us if you leave us a review i will like i said i'll send you a free sticker as well uh so jerry thanks again for coming along and we'll be back next week with another thanksgiving episode yay what's up dudes i'm jerry d of totally rad christmas the podcast that talks all things christmas in the 80s toys movies specials music books fashion and fads if it was gnarly during christmas in the 80s he's got it covered Wait, is there a lot of things to talk about for the 80s and Christmas? Well, you got the movie giants like Christmas Vacation, Scrooge, and A Christmas Story. There are TV specials like Muppet Family Christmas, Claymation Christmas Celebration, and a Garfield Christmas Special. Plus classics shown every year. You also jam out to Last Christmas, Do They Know It's Christmas, and Christmas in Hollis. But most of all, it was a time for the most bodacious, best-selling Christmas toys ever, like He-Man, G.I. Joe, Transformers, and Cabbage Patch Kids. Yes, them too. We cover them all, plus much more, including standard segments like Hap Hap Happiest Memory, Gagging with the Spoon, The Other Half of the Battle, and Chant with the Littles. So tune in to Totally Rad Christmas everywhere you get your podcasts. Turn the clock back and dive into those warm and fuzzy memories. Later, dudes! The TGI Podcast is written, produced, and hosted by me, Matt Urich. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Yurick, and be sure to rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.